Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors. Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, the podcaster formerly known as the Ginger Bear. No, you're still known as oh, the Ginger Bear. Shit. Okay. The <clears throat> podcaster to be referred to only as the Ginger Bear. There you go. There you go. Is that what we're going to do now? We're just going to call you Ginger I don't know, Bear. I guess. I can't come up with anything else that's not like. <sighs> I've been lazy. Really, really terrible. I like offensive. Ginger Cunt. Ginger See, Cunt. See, like that is just straight offensive. It no. kind of is. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was rude. <clears throat> yeah, we can just call him Ginger. Are we going to go back? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you just like to shortcut that to Ginger? Are like, we, we can just call him Ginger from now on? G. Let's just call him G, man. We'll make big this real, G. We'll make it real gangsta. Um, what do you think about all this science, Oh, anyway, big G? I'm Michael. So I forgot to say that. <laughs> I get, Brad would have yelled at me by now. Yeah, he probably would have. And I also need a pen name. Now I'm thinking about Pivot it. Pivot Man. For the no, <laughs> not doing that. You one. are completely comfortable with calling me Ginger Cunt. Why can't you be Pivot Man? Because <laughs> it's different. This is me we're talking <laughs> How's about. That it's not like you haven't had dicks in your face before. Oh, he told oh. you that story, dude. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. when he when he told me that mm-hmm. he told you that story, have you I ever had listened thought, to this show before? Mm-hmm. I had actually thought that I already told that story. Mm-hmm. Not on the show. <laughs> Don't worry about. It. We took care of it for you. Ah, oh, Valentine's special. By the way, you're all a bunch of fucktards. Speaking of who you're talking about telling the story, um, for those, because this is... Are you plugging your piece of shit? Oh, I'm going to plug it. You know God, why? Because this... Nobody wants to listen to that. Two fucking weeks it's been since we've done this fucking show. It's two fucking dudes naked, Skyping, masturbating at the same time. I had my pants on last time. Whatever. I did. How did you manage to masturbate like that? What? A lot of really vigorous dry hump. Well, first of all, rubbing the mic. Rubbing. I've got a really good microphone, so it's kind of directional, so it didn't pick up any of the sounds below. Plus, I mean, because my desk kind of cuts off that bottom area. It's like it doesn't matter. That's not what we're. That's not bogged down in this shit. Eric so, pitches a product. It's just a flashlight on tape to the end of a desk. We almost had one last week um, or the other night. Brad brought up a, a thing about a fucking butterfly vibrator for women. and But I thought we could kick it up a notch because he said it just sets like on the clit and vibrates and does some shit. And I was like, let's make it with like wings where the wings like flap and just beat the shit out of the labia during the <laughs> process too. And he's like, is, is that what women want? I don't know. I well, some women like that shit. I mean, look Clitoral at the oral stimulation and just getting their the labia just destroyed to fuck by robotic wings. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? So, <laughs> so somehow I don't think that that product's really gonna 
take off. But anyway, if anybody wants to uh, know what I'm actually talking about, they can listen to my sideshow project, uh, The Bropocalypse, which is a fantastic one. It's me and the great Brad Wiley from uh, Digital Frustrations. And even though Eric's so shitting on it, he knows it's pure fucking genius. No, it's absolute garbage. The no, only thing that great. is good is the opener. I love the... I don't know if you guys got... It's not that. garbage. It's fucking great. No, it's it's terrible. It'll... But it'll, the... We try and offend at least 10 times per show. And I think we accomplish that. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Then I mean, you don't offend me, but... Goal... Then again, there's not much of that. Objective. Brad, Brad can... Brad can bring out just the most offensive possible things ever. But I remember listening to the first episode, and it like started out with the heavy metal music, and I was like, oh, I know Michael made this. No, that was Brad. Brad really? did all of those. And then it was like the the satanic voice guy, which was hilarious. Brad, I have it to... It was awesome. I got to give Brad a lot of credit, man. He's really into this shit. He put some effort into it. He's come Hail up, Satan! He's got a, ha- a handful open. Every week we're going to have like a new opening. I think you guys will be impressed. Oh, there's a stuff. new opener for the second he's, one? Oh, yeah. He's God proficient. damn. No, I like the first one. No, man. no, you'll love the second one. It's okay. fantastic. Okay. And it, it, the best are yet to come. So, Can I t- come on that show at some point? You, you can be on the show, so you can't come on the show. That's not what I meant. Yeah. Why are you twelve? You're I'm, like you're like double my age, and you're twelve. You're fucking twelve. Yeah, I'm like the mature one on the show with me and Brad too. It's amazing. So anyway, but um, a lot of good stuff there for anybody who wants to get to know about me and Brad. It's a good, it's a good way to. If anyone wants to realize that Michael and Brad are both assholes, if you that's the learn, show to listen to. Yeah, I was gonna say if you really want to know what a fucking piece of shit I am, just listen to that. <laughs> What so, he's trying to say is he's tame on this show. Well, actually, I this do want, show is a little more directional and focused. I do want Bo, uh, is it? I no. no, that was a joke. I do want you okay. to come on sometime because I know, like on this show, we never get into the dirt of our lives and stuff. And there's some of our listeners that love you, Boggs, and I know they'd love to know the inside of you, <sighs> in every which way possible. I have a story for you later too, by the way. Our good buddy Scott said that if you ever decide to go gay, that I think he'll be your first. He volunteered. I, I think I did see that post. Mm-hmm. Yep. He thinks you're a power bottom, too. And I, I think that's probably <laughs> right. If I had to guess, I would say power bottom pretty much right on. You know what a power bottom is, right? Boys? No, and don't tell me. I don't want to know. See, it's like you're laying oh, on Jesus. your back. Yeah, like you're, you're on the bottom. The dude's nailing you, but you are in the position because you're watching. You're, you have to you see what's going on. You you tell him what to do. Yeah. From the bottom, mm-hmm. you're generating all the force yes. and all the control mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the sexual activity. So you're kind of in charge. So you're almost yes. the man in that situation. Power bottom. So it's almost like you're on top, but you're on the bottom. Let me tell you something. That would be... Power that's bottom. What, that's why I'd go. Because I'm lazy, so I'd love to be on the back, but so, I want to be in charge. Fire away, too. damn it! Yeah. I would imagine that there has to be a lot of effort and work into being a power bottom. I don't think it's a lazy job, I especially mean, you want to make it like really. Because you're already like really in a very compromising position Kinda to be submissive. Just do some thrusting, and so you're already in a compromising position to be submissive, and you have to be like a power forward in that scenario. It's like it, it's you know, so you're probably going to have to exert more energy. So I think you're wrong in that. I don't know. You know what you should do? You should test that, Eric. No. With who? You? No. <laughs> Eric's going to wake out in the middle of the night. Boggs will be standing over him naked. Going, Let's ready. try this power bottom thing. Let's go power bottom now. That's not, I think I'd slap him at that point. He's my bitch. Uh, McDonald's his ass. Get on top of me, damn it. 
So anyway, be sure to check out the book. <laughs> <laughs> and there anyway, was the plug. So, uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> plug. Cause, so, uh, Michael, what you got tonight? I don't have anything. What the fuck? I didn't want to give... We were supposed to do the show a few days ago, so I basically had to throw out all the stuff I wanted to do because after a few days, it kind of loses. It's all old it's, news. Yeah, it's old shit, and there's no worth talking about. But I did want to say something. Because we shit on Walmart all the time, I didn't want to give a kudos to them because you guys saw how they shifted their policy. They're going to bump I the minimum wage. I did see that. Yeah, it's like... They're, it, they're raising their rates it goes for their up, employees. It's going up to 9 bucks an hour now, and then I think February next year it goes up to 10 Yep. So that's pretty. Question. I got to give them a hand for that. Question. That's what? great. Um, are they going to st- increase hours? I don't know how they're going to work their employees. Still, they'll still fuck them <laughs> some way, but uh, at least. Oh yeah, they're still not going to be. They're not going to be able to unionize. They're going to break that up yeah. as soon as they can. How did they? How did they decide to pay for that? Is the government interfering with that? Are they giving? Are they getting? Uh, they claim for it's going to cost them like uh, what two billion dollars or something like that. Yeah, and I think. Um, but for a, a billion corpor- dollars, it'll cost a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But for a corporation that makes annually, I think it's two hundred fifty billion dollars. That's a drop in the bucket. Something like that. Yeah, when it's one two hundred fiftieth of your income, that, I think you're nothing. in good shape. That's nothing. I yeah. think you're in that, good that, shape. That's literally like an easy decision right there. And I think the CEO. Especially let me find out how much that is for my income. One and two hundred fifty. The CEO was feeling <laughs> a little pressure because like his bonus last year was almost thirty million. So oh, that's that's. Yeah, taking a that's hit for that. Cut in the but I mean, still though, there, buddy. I mean, after fucking people have been bitching and complaining for like years now, Walmart's finally at least trying to. I mean, that's that's great and all, but oh, it's still bullshit. They're just trying to beat because eventually all these states and cities are starting to pass yeah. all these minimum wage hikes anyway. So it's going to eventually going to hit them. So they're just trying to get good pub, I think. And, trying to beat it uh, yeah I, I was about to say i don't think it has anything to do with the fact that they're trying to treat their employees like people i think it has everything to do with the fact that they want to do something that makes them look better than what they actually are yeah which is a giant piece of shit yeah you like that if you if you divide my <laughs> income up and then uh by 250 so you get one and 250 it's 80 dollars for a year yeah <laughs> <sighs> That's how much they're spending on wages, as, as if it was me spending 80 bucks on my resources. Yeah. In addition to what they're spending now, to be fair. That's just like a good rub and tug at the fucking <laughs> Oriental Massage, 80 bucks. <laughs> rub map. <laughs> Check it out. So, awesome Jack there. me two time. Okay, I'm sorry. That was, um, uh, so, another shout out, I guess, we have to give uh, to the FCC. Yes. Today, they um, announced that they are going to be... Uh, in favor of net neutrality as a vote three to two. Pretty close there by the skin of its teeth. Yeah, they, they um, went with Obama's plan on that, which is good. Essentially what that means for us, the consumer, is that it is a utility. It's not a product necessarily. So your internet connection, you will be able to stream as long as whoever your streaming provider is has the proper network and servers, it will be streaming in HD, high quality, and all that stuff, regardless of what your provider's partnerships are, um, which is a great thing for everybody. It goes for the streaming services, anybody who has any kind of online service, um, and the consumer, of course. Um, and, of course, right out of the gate, whenever this passed, uh, the giant corporations, I believe Time Warner was one of them, AT&T is another one. 
they came out and, of course, vilified it, said it was a terrible idea, and now is working in the court system trying to appeal it and also working with the Republican Party to try and do a back alley deal to where they do not have to adhere to these FCC regulations, which, of course, as Michael pointed out before we did the show, will be vetoed immediately by Obama. And pretty much, I would hope, any Democratic president, as long as we get a Democrat in the office. Until Jeb Bush is president in a couple years. Well, Jeb Bush, unfortunately, is going to have a hard time shaking his... uh, parents and uh his brother don't ever underestimate the stupidity we, of the american people yeah dude i'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna be true. honest this is a call out for for everybody who votes like we just love electing anyone with the last name of bush and it's driving me crazy i, I just think they all do the same shit this is like having a bush in that oval office that's all it is but i'm actually amazed about the uh, fcc's decision uh, especially considering that they are probably have a lot of lobbyists that have been coming their way trying to get their corporations way um, which is all the power companies of course and it was also a very misunderstood and like if you talk to anybody on the streets about net neutrality they'd probably be like what the hell are you talking about they don't understand it they don't get it um, it wasn't something that was big into the limelight it was big in the limelight as far as people that already knew about it mm-hmm. like I paid attention to it um, I know other friends of mine have paid attention to it, but I, if I talk to I anybody else that I know, they would have no idea what I'm talking about. You probably talked to a lot of retards then, because as far as I was concerned, this is a really wow. huge deal. No. Among a lot of people that I've known throughout college. I'm, let's keep in mind that I've been out of college for a long time, too. Like, I've, I've known about this issue for seven to ten years, something like that. Like, it's been, it was widely talked about back then, too. I even had a dude uh, do a speech over that in speech class. Okay, then why is it at every major newspaper, whenever you go to their little net neutrality article, the first little thing that you can click on is what is net neutrality? That should indicate to you immediately that the vast majority of people have no idea what net neutrality is. Well, I'm not disagreeing with that. I just think you talk to a lot of people in the general public. That's what I was saying, <laughs> They're all asshole. retards, man. They're all dumb. No offense to people in the general public, but you're, you're just stupid. Mm. And you don't read. Those are two things that just suck. What? Don't look at me like that. Why didn't you give me a beer while you're up? Um, I'm not your fucking slave. Yeah, didn't get me one either. Yeah, dude. God. So rude. Anyway. You all know where the kitchen is? Get your own fucking beer. So, I... <laughs> I don't have any audio yet because it just started up, but um, the annual conservative um, political action conference started this week, CPAC, which is there's always so much gold that usually comes out of that. But the one thing that I wanted to point out, I saw this, um, like American atheists have tried to, like they always have all kinds of different speakers. Get out, and they have, of course, the conservatives, they have a lot of religious speakers and everything. And the American atheists have tried to um, give speeches and have booths and stuff at the conference for the last couple of years and they've been denied uh this year cpac actually let them in and they actually let um jamelia bay who's um one of the top members at american atheist give a speech to the you know the, the floor so and she was pointing out to him i which i don't understand she's a black woman she's atheist but for some reason she's conservative which i'm <clears throat> it fucking blows my mind in all counts but so she was pointing out, talking to him, and this is numbers we've kind of pointed out before, that right now in the country we have over uh, 68 million millennials, you know, the people that are the 20s to the mid- early 30s. And uh, she said that uh, 40% of them 
you know, promote themselves as secular and about 90 million voters are unaffiliated with the church at this point, which we always talk about now, like the more the younger generations and the more we kind of get past all this, you know, the older people start dying off, like religion really is starting to lose a lot of its pull in this country in a lot of ways, I think, which is great news. Unfortunately, of course, we'll be dead by the time it really gets to the point where it's probably 50-50 and the religious nuts don't get the full say like they do now um, in Congress and everything. But so she was pointing out to him, you know, the fact that, you know, the GOP, like, you know, they're always getting hit now for the Hispanics and stuff. We talk about this with the illegal immigration stuff, like the Hispanic population doesn't vote for them, but... Yeah. She's also pointing out, you know, you guys are losing a lot of younger voters because the Republicans, I mean, they preach so much. You know, everything's got to be about God and Jesus, and they put all that shit in their platform and and their processes and stuff. And, and she's telling them, she goes, you guys need to kind of pull back from that a little bit. You need to take the, the Jesus out of your politics a little bit because if you guys want to win elections, not only are you going to lose, like, some of these minority votes that are growing heavily, especially in the Hispanic population, but the younger generations that are more secular and stuff, you're going to lose a lot of these votes. And of course, everybody at the conference is like, whatever, get the fuck off the stage. They have, they don't They're wanna not hear. a Jesus lover. Yeah. They don't want to hear it because I mean, I mean, most, if you look at most polls and stuff, of course, like the majority of atheists tend to be more progressive liberals and stuff. There's a very few that are conservative minded. I mean, they're, and like I said, every year it goes on like the younger and younger kids and stuff, then they pull them. They're more secular and more unaffiliated with religious, you know, religions and churches and stuff. So I think I just, I found it interesting the fact that they even let her talk at it, but you know, and she's making a good point to them, but they're just like, whatever, Jesus and guns, bitch, fuck off. I'm actually (laughs) completely fine that she wasn't well received. No, I am too. I I just, I just thought it was interesting I think, that uh, she even talked. It. Yeah, I think as far as that party goes, something that everyone should keep in mind, too, is there's a difference between being a Democrat and a progressive. Yeah. There's a difference between being, you know, Yeah, I vote Democrat, Republican but I'm a liberal. I'm not a Democrat. I'm a liberal. I just vote Democrat because I don't have a choice. That's that's a sad fact too. But anyway, it is sad, and I've um, stated that on the show plenty of times. Yeah, I don't want to get into that, but I do want just you know to make that clarification that you know so much of of their plan, like when you especially when you like just go watch one of those TV shows from like those little business centers or like when an election comes up, what they discuss. They don't actually discuss philosophy. They just discuss how you're going to acquire votes, and that's all the parties are concerned with. That's why like we were pissed at Democrats a few weeks ago who were like you know, publicly against Obama and, you know, about the, the uh, uh, Keystone Pipeline when they were starting su- to support that. That was their attempt at winning votes. That's all it really was, is how can I get conservative votes because I actually have to make a case to steal votes away to get elected. And that's the entire goal. It's not about whether or not you're holding to a philosophy or you're sticking your, your neck out for the people. It's about just getting elected. And that's really sad. That is really sad. We're in a world of career politicians. What do you expect? I mean, I expect exactly what I just said to happen, but it sucks that that's the way we're doing that because that means that... It's not a public service anymore. Right. We turn it into a career. Right. So, anyway. We overpay them. We let them stay in office for way too they long. Get to, they get to fucking choose their pay. We get to do all kinds <laughs> yeah, of things. true. There's like, can you imagine what, how awesome of a gig that is? Eric, you walk into your... Uh, engineering company <laughs> that you may or may you not mean, work for. You mean and they just go GB over there? Who are you talking to? I don't remember who I'm talking to. He's, I think I'm talking to Ginger Cunt. Anyway, so 
You walk in and they just go, you know what? What do you want to get paid this year? What's your answer? Like some absurd number, right? We'll just write you a blank check right now. You know what I mean? Like, that's what that's like. Hey, dude, don't yell at me. And now they're even, they're smart enough to be like, well, we're only going to increase it like in small little increments. So it's not like a big drain to the tax bracket. You know what I'm saying? Like they just fuck tarns. I I don't know, man. I I actually, (laughs) I really, my nephew and I agree with this too. Like, I think that the new wave politician should use like social media as a really huge driver for how they, um, how they promote themselves instead of doing, because like. I'm, I'm sure. Have we talked about like who spends the most money normally wins? Social media doesn't work because young people don't vote. I agree with that too. But my point is that's why you go out to the television advertising because old people do, and that's all they have time to do. Right. One, Watch TV. Here's the deal, though. When they die off, which they will, because everybody dies. Social media will be the way yeah, you get votes. But until then, you have a political climate where if you if your whole moniker is based off of social media, you're going to lose for. Oh a yeah, long you lose your ass. Time. But that's that's one of the things that I've always. <laughs> and then finally, when loved. you're 80, you'll be like, Yeah, I won on Twitter. <laughs> hey man, it'll yeah. be. Here's the thing though, technology is going so fast, it won't be Twitter. And then you'll die in office. You don't know that. That's a that's not a detail that's important. Anyway, the point is. I, I like my nephew and I both agree that anybody who does that, who uses like viral media to try to do that, is who I probably will vote for. They use all forms of media. Really I'm sure they do. Fair. I'm sure they, they use do. everything. But all the same, that's probably the wave of the future too. But even then, it's just going to turn into another thing where, like, as soon as that's known information, both parties are just going to use it. So, mm. and but still even still, I really don't know if that's going to work because. Even in these younger generations, if you look at these statistics, like the older they get, the less social media that they're using, even though they were pretty much right in it, you know, at the beginning. That's because old people don't use technology. I'm just saying, like, Like even people that are used to technology and had it whenever they were younger and now are up to the age to where they vote and they're getting older, they're still like driving away from it. I'd have to see some data on that before I... It's true, because most people no, realize that whenever they get to an adulthood that social media is... Stupid for the most part, fucking hell. Stupid, but it could also be a blemish. It could negatively impact you. Oh, we sh- definitely should talk about that as far as like Facebook and such goes, how like companies will um, peek in on you. We should probably discuss that at some point in a greater detail than this particular show. I I don't particularly like that but i kind of understand it because well i mean like in my example for instance i'm a teacher so (coughs) random what that's what i do what why is that funny to you you fucking cunt keep talking professor anyway um you know as far as my field goes i teach for a private school so i'm sure my boss would Definitely love to know if I like had a bunch of tattoos and piercings and worship Satan and wanted to kill people and all that kind of shit. Well, wanting to kill people and worshiping Satan are two different things. You're right; they are mutually exclusive. But sometimes they cannot people deny want to you do employment both. because of your religious affiliation. I agree, or lack thereof. But the point is, like, that's not the representation that my boss wants for the company, so I wouldn't have been hired. You know what, dude? I'm I agree, but really, I think everybody puts on a face when they go to work. 
They do. I and they should. I don't. And I, they should. I cuss and act like an asshole at work all the time. There, there's there's a great reason why you should do that, and it's because as far as the workplace goes, you're only there to work. Like yeah. you're you're trading your time in for dollars. I'm there to try to see how much work I can get away without doing. That's what I'm trying to do when I'm there every fucking day. <laughs> but I mean, there's countless uh, you know stories of teachers who are trying to get a job at some school district and then they go to her Facebook page and she's like drinking a beer on her profile so they deny her. Yep. And that's where it goes too far because at some point at some point you have to realize that teachers are still people and but they still do the things thing, like, like it's go and party with their it's friends. It's completely and, and totally legal for the company to do that. Party with other people. That's something that is a very it's weird because I don't I don't even know what a good solution is. I like haven't really thought as about that As far as the enough. courts are concerned, protected speech are if you're talking about like um, wages, if you're talking about insurance, um, if you're talking about uh, work-related um, environment or anything like that, like that is considered protected as long as it's not egregious or false, which of course in any court, it's the same deal. It doesn't matter if it's inside the workplace or outside the workplace. Um, as far as opinions, those are not protected. So in a right-to-work state, yes, a company can fire you for your opinions. Hmm. Dude, you know what I miss on this show? What? You fucking playing guitar. Why is this coming up right now? I'm just thinking about the house frau that's sitting at home listening to this right now going, Boring. Where's <laughs> fucking guitar, man? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, dude. Maybe maybe next week I will prep something so we can go back to that a little bit since I haven't done it in like a few weeks. Yeah, dude. You're fucking really bringing us down because you're talking a lot. What the hell? <laughs> I'm just saying. What so, an asshole. Hey, did you guys... I thought this was cool. I saw this the other day. Um, Good segue, jerk. I, f- fuck segues. This is important. I got to change the subject. This is important information I'm putting out. Did, I saw this thing. I just saw the headline on it. It says American Christians heading up private militias fighting jihadists in Iraq. And I was like, okay, now this is interesting. I want to see this. So there's this dude. His name's Matthew Van Dyke. And he's like, um, he was a part of like all these rebel forces and stuff that were fighting like Muammar Gaddafi in Libya back in the day. And he's like this big Christian fucker. So now he's over in Iraq and he's training like all these. Christian volunteers from America go over there and he trains them up on how to fight like ISIS and all these places because you know like they've went into like um, parts of Iraq and Syria and they've killed off or taken over the towns that are run by like the Christian Iraqis so you know they're over there to protect them so it's like this militia group that's out fighting which is American force. They're not affiliated with our government or anything. So it's kind of like illegal what they're doing. Yeah. So there's all these Americans back here that are donating money and stuff. And fine. They say they've raised like over a quarter of a million dollars and stuff where they're sending it. And it's just the fucking craziest thing because so all these hardcore Christian fuckers, it's like instead of going on missions to Africa and stuff and like, you know, giving Bibles instead of food to the African kids because that's what they usually do. And yeah, so, you feeding know. with the word of God. Yeah, they're just over there just fucking just shooting up the fucking place <laughs> in the name of the Lord. I just think it's crazy that you have these these fundamentalists going over there and they're joining these militias and fighting these, you know, supposed terrorists or whoever in these towns and everything, and they're being funded by private citizens back here. Like, our government is just completely staying out of it. Like, they have no word on it whatsoever. So they have a problem with, like, three girls that go to join ISIL. Yes. But they don't have a problem with this? 
I guess it's because they're Christians and they're fighting on the side of the Lord. You can't get mad at them. What? What? I want you to join Boggs. I want you to go over there, join one of those militias, and I want you to report back to us. You'll be like our field reporter. It'll be great. Yeah, you could be like Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, dude, just like Bill O'Reilly, you could be right in the middle can, of the shit. Hey, what did pretend? I, I know that there's like a two continents away. You can go to Switzerland <laughs> and fucking send us reports. On I know it. that there's. I was about to say, I know that there's a story with Bill O'Reilly, but what is the story exactly? He's just as big a piece of shit. He's as just a lying, stupid cunt, like we all knew. Yeah, it's like you know how they get on Brian Williams for his fucking whole helicopter routine. It's like, well, at least the motherfucker was in the vicinity of the other helicopter. Bill O'Reilly's talking about how he's in like wartime, and I can't remember what fucking thing it was that he he said it he was, was a part I of. Believe uh, who was it? Britain and was it Venezuela? Dude, I saw it and I just looked at but it and I was like, "Fuck it." It was Bill Britain in another like third world country and they were having a conflict and it was on like this remote island. Yeah. And the only people that were on that island were British troops and this other country's troops, pretty much. Yeah, and he was and like civilians. He wasn't even on the fucking island. He was like and way away. Yeah, in he the was distance. like two islands away, <laughs> and he claims that he was part of uh, like. He was a wartime reporter, and it's like... His producer was shot at it. Like, no, blah, 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 no, you shit. weren't, dude. You sat at a comfy hotel, and you did your reporting from there. Like, yeah, you might have been in another country, but, I mean... But you know what? It wasn't like bombshells were going off right next to you and stuff. People are calling people for People around me were dying. People, I had to make tough decisions. People are calling for his head. It's like, you know what, dude? He's an opinion fucker. He's like Sean Hannity. He's well, here's why... All the rest of them. Here's why I think it matters, is because the people that watch him... The people that watch Fox News are delusional anyway. They believe it's real. Yeah, but they believe Fox News is fucking real. That's that's so what I'm saying. Who they gives believe, a shit? They believe it's real. That's why I think it's important that we hold them to just as high of a standard as we do everybody else that's in reporting. Because I, the people that view them believe their idiotic, moronic opinions that are completely non-factually based as legitimate. So you opinions. have to put them in a high standard because of that. I don't care. They what can't a, have it both ways to where... I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. You're but, okay. <laughs> but they can't have it both Keep ways <laughs> where they can defend themselves by saying, oh, it's opinion news, but then present it as fact. They can't have it both ways. They're playing the boundaries. <laughs> we need to keep them in check. Um, Go ahead, Box. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Shut <laughs> the, the, I don't I don't really like opinions anyway. Like I really don't like... You what like the hell do you think we do on this show? You like butterflies? I, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying. Peach your labia with their fucking wings. No, look. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, what's your opinion on that, My, bitch? Here's the deal, though. This show. The dildo. What'd you the, just say? Here's the deal, comma, though. <laughs> My weird, ape shitty, small back to piece of crap. Ways. Bear me, sir. Don't give him a roar, please. God damn. I want a roar. <sighs> Can you buy me another one, then? I will. Some I want I want to make future. the thing about our opinions here is like I'd like to think anyway that people have known at this point that, that don't, we don't know what we're talking about no that I don't base my opinions oh. on things that I haven't read that's like testable and can be proven and supported by mm. research and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. the best that we can do like I like the idea and the fact that when when I make an opinion or when I make a statement that you can go and research it mm -hmm, and find mm -hmm. out whether or not there is mm -hmm, things that mm -hmm. support that or disprove that. Mm -hmm. And then you can bring, like, whether or not the source is credible or not to the table, not whether or not my opinion is just my opinion. You know what I mean? I get all my stuff from Deadspin, so I like, know it's accurate. Right. Like, uh, when people talked, like, when we did welfare, remember that? It was like, here's welfare stats. 
we can interpret the data now. Like, let's build our opinion on what you see in statistics, like what we've gathered from statistics. And no. Know, know, no. like, when statistics can fail you and when no. things are wrong. Like, when you're talking about unemployment. I form an opinion, then I go find the statistics that back my opinion. That's what I like to do. I really hate being derailed on this show. What? I just want to actually talk intellectually after two beers. That's that's why I'm worn out of life, goddammit. Anyway, I like it when... I want a butterfly to put on the head of my penis that vibrates while we're doing the show and softly caresses my balls with its wings. All right, I'm, I'm done. That's all I got. Oh, anyway, back to you, this you got me. militia thing. I thought it was funny, the guy, the Van Dyke guy that runs it, they're talking about the legality of it, and he said we're legally registered as a company. We're not registered as anything else right now. So the U.S. State Department <laughs> confirmed that the, the license, they have to have a specific license if they're going to do defense services. The Van Dyke guy has said that he doesn't care about the legal concerns, though, because generally the attitude of the United States seems to be as long as you shoot in the right direction, they don't care. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably wow. right on that one. And you know what? He's right. Get he away is that. right, and that's really... And by the way, let me tell you now, a little, little call out to liberals, that's you not standing up for what's right. Why'd you throw your papers? I want to hear about Uranus or whatever you had to I, talk about. I got nothing, man. I got nothing. Come on, man. Don't I did be a zero, bitch. I did zero research for the show today. Don't, don't be a bitch. I want to hear about fucking planets and stuff. Black holes or whatever. I would tell you, but all my research is on the floor. God damn you. <laughs> God fucking damn all you. All right. Well, while you're picking that up. Yeah, um, go pick it up, bitch. I ain't picking up shit. Go monkey. Pick it up. Okay. Wow. Are, are you ready to hear what I had to say? Sure. You ready for my research? This we we actually do should make a segment with it's like science with bogs or something. Yeah, because well, I will probably because anytime that I anytime that I think of something to do, I always look to science for that. So anyway, here's what I have today, and we'll talk about some of the contra- Eric and I started this conversation today actually about three o'clock before I left for work. Power bottoms. Exactly. I feel... Come on, my stomach. I feel so defeated right now. I don't understand why you don't expect anything else. I, I guess I don't, but I can't even make like two sentences in a row before I get derailed. I didn't even do anything, he, bitch. He said one line. Yes. You just can keep going. Fight through it, It's fucker. you that stops and <sighs> slams your hand down. and <laughs> I, do like, I, I do like to do that a lot. Anyway. Talk about your ring. Number one was... Um, I didn't really know. Imagine either, me and him like started doing a singing thing. Yeah, dude. If That'd I could sing, you'd really be worse. Do some actually, acapella stuff. I have done that before. I know that I am basically See, being hypocritical right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I also do not like it. That's what my point is. Anyway. So the two things that I looked up this week, and by the way, I actually, as soon as I got home, I saw that uh, there was even more news on series, but... It was about how 2015 is a really, really big year in astronomy because mm-hmm. in um, in April, April or May, I can't remember, oh. a NASA craft arrives at Ceres, and in July of this year, another NASA craft arrives at Pluto, and they're going to reopen the argument whether or not those two objects should be considered planets. Both of them? Yeah. Oh. So here's the... Uh, the reasoning that they had was last Ceres time. Was Ceres ever considered a planet? No. No. Okay. No, it's the largest body in the asteroid belt. I knew the answer. I was just throwing that out there. To- yeah. It wasn't ever considered a planet. It's the largest body in the asteroid belt, and I think it's the only one that's spherical. Is that right? Mm. Somebody do research on that and 
butcher me in the Did you not have that in your notes that you fucking toss on the floor? I don't believe series is spherical. I think the it one is. that you're talking about it's, well, is in... It is mostly spherical. It has the gravity that pulled it together, but it's not quite a sphere. Yeah. It's not quite like other planets as far as formation goes. Um, but it's it's pretty close. And if you look at it, it looks like a sphere. It's just, you know, as far as the details are concerned, it's but a little But it is lobby. a giant in the asteroid belt. Yes. Uh, and then Pluto, of course, is, you know, a former planet as far as, what, uh, pre-2006. So, anyway, here is what um, I read via the the article. By the way, if you haven't subscribed to I Fucking Love Science, you should. Because their website and what they post is all based on scientific journals. That's the first thing. that, And the, the article that I read from was The Conversation. That's what the article was. Or the, uh, the producer was. But, uh, anyway. So, as far as... Pluto goes. What I read was when they actually made the vote to declare it a dwarf planet, there were 9,500 people that were supposed to vote, and out of that, like 500 actually voted. And of that, I actually, I, I may even be wrong about that. I might be like half of that. I'm like 300. And out of that, uh, it was pretty like 66% voted it to be a dwarf, a third of it voted it to be a planet. And the reasoning that they gave for Pluto and for Sirius is if it were a planet it had to have these characteristics one the gravity had to be such that it pulled the entire thing into a sphere which both of them actually have right they're both spherical ish mm-hmm. as far as series as far as series goes the other thing though and the reason why they said it's not a planet is because it had to clear everything in its orbit everything in its what they called neighborhood right so you can't have like Pluto has like five moons right and they all kind of orbit around each other and it's like, well, if it was a planet, it would clear all of that. And well, there's still a lot of other stuff around Pluto besides just yeah, that. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I don't even remember. Like, there's Hydra. Um, there's like four other moons that it has, and it's got like a strange orbit. Like, it goes into Neptune's orbit, so sometimes it's not actually the outermost planet as far as the Kuiper Belt goes. But basically, their point was, if Pluto was a planet, it would have cleared the Kuiper Belt. It would have just amalgamated into whatever Pluto was, and it would be huge, uh, kind of like Neptune is, right? And the case that they're making against that is, okay, in the same scenario, you're really discussing location because were you to put the Earth in that orbit, mm-hmm. Earth would not be able to clear its own neighborhood. So if location's important, with that same definition, is Earth a planet? And we're all kind of in agreement that, yeah, it's probably a planet and it has its own moon that, you know, it creates its own orbit. It's a sphere. Mm-hmm. And they're... Uh, you know, their argument is basically you're making the issue more about location than the object's definition itself. In other words, it's more important to discuss whether or not it's a planet based on the fact that it's a sphere, based on its mass, based on all of these other things that describe the object and not its location in the belt. Because at some point, you'd probably say, well, okay, can Jupiter clear out all of the objects in the Kuiper belt? And if the answer is yes, okay, what about um, 600,000 light years outside of that? No, it can't. Oh, well, it's clearly not a planet, right? So you, you kind of you define a planet based on how far away it is from its central star, less so about the object. So once again, it's, it's one of those things where you're kind of discussing a definition hmm. and how you're defining. Why are you looking at me like that? Just taking this all well, in, Once dude. again, I think the other thing that they need to take into consideration, once again, I have not poured through this, so I really do not know, so I'm kind of speaking off the cuff, and I don't even think Michael knows based on the conversation that we had earlier. Yeah. But I think you have to look at pre-solar system formation. 
mm-hmm. whenever you're talking about clearing your neighborhood because that is when the majority of clearing your neighborhood takes place. Mm-hmm. So if you put an earth mass object into the Kuiper belt at that time, whenever it was being formed, would have been able to clear it? That's my question. See, that's one of those things where you have to talk about like a timeline at that point. No, that's not timeline. What that has to do is the fact that it wasn't big enough to clear its neighborhood Mm -hmm. at that moment of time. It doesn't matter about now. Now is set. It's done. It's over with. Like, yeah, there's collisions and things like that, but it's pretty much done. Yeah, we're pretty calm. Pluto's what's Pluto? Yeah, especially in our neck of the woods, it's extremely calm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of know how everything formed. So if we put an Earth mass object into where Pluto was in early pre-solar system development, would it have been able to clear... I mean, once again, I don't know all this stuff. I haven't poured through the data, so I don't know if this is part of the classification that they put into place. But I think that that's a very relevant question as to far as it clearing its neighborhood. Just saying. If you have a an Earth-massed object that far out, it probably doesn't, is my just immediate reaction to that. And that's kind of the problem is, once again, we're discussing something that I don't feel is relevant to the object itself. Like, what if Pluto were twice its size, but it still doesn't clear the orbit? You know what I mean? Like Pluto, let's just double every number that you see as far as its width, its uh, its height. I guess the better one it would be like circumference and diameter. But it still doesn't clear out the Kuiper Belt, and it still has the same moons. Is it a planet? So then what are the classifications that they, the arguments that are against it being a dwarf planet? Arguments against it What are, are they saying? They're saying that you need they're to basically, omit that? Yeah, they're basically saying that you should probably omit the location factor to it and talk just about the object. Not location, but more clearing of the neighborhood. Yeah. and Well, that's kind of the thing, too, is like when you when you discuss clearing the neighborhood or like making sure that everything's kind of collided to it. Um, I mean, even the Earth, the Earth technically has a satellite. It's got two. Uh, that's the next thing I'll bring up is the, we have the moon and then we have um, some really hard to pronounce C word thing that... But, like, we didn't technically, quote-unquote, clear our neighborhood. We have satellites that we can look at every day and be like, hey, look, that's a satellite of Earth. So uh, are we a planet at that Once point? Once again, and that's, that's the, because it's set in stone. Like, that's yeah, yeah, the way yeah. it is now. But, it's, like, here's the thing. And not only that, but the formation of the moon is probably from a hit from an asteroid. It's so. very possible. I'm not sure about the research on that, but I'm sure there's a bunch out there. But let's, let's assume, though, for a second, like... Um, Let's say, like, the Earth's orbit has asteroids in the middle of it, right? Like, we didn't quote-unquote clear it. Are we still a planet? And then clearing the neighborhood. What about, uh, you know, like, uh, Saturn? It's got, like, 27 moons or some shit like that? Yeah. Like, that's the that's the problem with that is, like, you look... As far as looking at a planet goes, it's weird that we're looking at things well, what away about, uh, from the planets object. that have rings? Yeah, because it, it didn't quote-unquote clear it because it didn't pull it into the middle. Like, what what about that? And that's the thing is, like, you're looking at objects that aren't the object itself to define what the object is. And that's the I think that's the uh, clarification that they want to make. And keep in mind, again, like 9,000 people that were able to vote on this didn't for whatever reason. They were either doing something else or... What I do think is more interesting about this is the research that is being done on kind of the second satellite that Earth has. Oh, yeah. You're going to grab that off the floor. <laughs> yeah, if you want to grab that off the Damn floor. It. Hey, while he's doing that... To break up the science fucking moment. I found out what I want to do if I ever, like, get a degree. I want to be a financial aid director for a college because 
this fucking dude in Idaho, he was a uh, he had a great scam going where he was getting students to give him fucking sex for scholarships. What? Yeah. That's really that's what you want to do? Oh, it's the best. So what he was doing was he's he's been charged with suspicion of procurement of prostitution and other charges because mm. he was putting eggs on a Craigslist offering grant money for fucking sexual favors. Wow. And evidently he was taken up on it quite a bit. I think this is pretty great. So unfortunately he got fired. So I mean he's not gonna be able to keep doing it. But until then it was a really good job he had going. Hey, so you know, I, think, I just moved to another university, I guess. Yeah, I think this is what I want to do. Financial aid director. It was in Idaho, but I'm thinking Idaho, dude. Like, that's a terrible school to... Any school up there, because those girls can't be that great. We had this I, discussion... I've never been to Idaho, so I'm not going to comment. We we did this discussion, uh, me and Brad did, on our show. Actually, and I we've will had comment. It's probably not that good. Yeah, we did the discussion... It doesn't really matter, because Idaho, I don't even think we have a single hit on there, so... Yeah, I think it's one of the three <laughs> states that no one's ever listened to us in. So, like... We're talking about Alaska. <laughs> Dude, that should be like a road trip. We do a road trip and we like listen to our show in the a state Boise. that we haven't got a hit in. Just to, just to get the fucking hit in it. So, so it's probably Boise. Um, from a potato patch or something. Montana. Montana's probably another one. That's because nobody is actually in Montana. Sure, there are people in Montana. Yeah, there are dick. It's one of those things where How you're like, you? oh, I'm sure there are people in Montana, but you can't prove it. Where I know there is. Got? I was in the military with a guy from fucking Montana. That motherfucker was fucked up. Like, that dude drank so much Mountain Dew. Like, his skin was, like, fucking that greenish-yellow color. It was really Big weird. Big country. Yeah, it was really weird. Actually, my huh. boss at work is from fucking Montana, dude. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Anecdotes are not data. It's not fucking anecdotes. <laughs> she, the fucking I'm bronze. kidding with you. I'm kidding. God, is she hot? <clears throat> She's... Does she like musicians? She's my boss, and I'm not saying anything. Does she like musicians? No, dude. Music? She's fucking married. She's about to bust out another kid. She's like 40. She's... she's out Age of... is not important to me. Oh, really? No, I'm just discussing well, hey, since people we're taking, in their lives Since we're taking a science break, why don't we talk about somebody else's relationship? Because I want to discuss something with you, and I think on air is a perfect time to do this. Because yeah, we've had that the sounds dis- like a terrible decision. We've had the discussion about atrocious in the past. Everybody knows about the bathroom follies and everything. So I got, Why are we talking about because this Because right you're now? a piece of shit, and I want everybody to know it. Okay. So I got the fucking text from you the other night where you told me that you told her off. And Do you want to fucking repeat what you told me you said to her? Um, No, I don't. I okay. don't at all want so to tell you that. I'll tell. That sounds like a terrible decision. <laughs> and gonna, you should shut the hell up right now. <laughs> I'll say it. So you told me that you actually told her off finally. You said that she was ugly and she smelled like fucking cigarettes and fucking rotten fruit. First off, is that really what I said? <laughs> Please, God, tell me that that was just a joke. No, it was not. God damn you, No, dude. it was not. God when, damn you. When somebody... I'm not a very good on the spot, like... Can I just say that... the news. I lie to people thing? all the time, and I'm like, dude, Boggs is really a good dude. Even though he seems like a piece of shit, you know, he really is a good guy. That I was am, not my proudest moment. I'm completely that. changing that now. Everybody, I want you to email us in, at the Intel Savers, IntelSavers at gmail.com, and make sure to uh, send your stories. Hey, listen. What? It what? was better... Here's the deal. So, sometimes... Uh-huh. And I'm sure people can relate to this. Nobody can ever relate Some, to anything. That sometimes you're say. it's better to be a complete dick and end things like that no. than it is to lead people on. Or no, all you have to do is say, you know what? I've finally determined that I am gay and I can't be with you anymore. Just be that's honest not, with her. That's not honesty at all. That's, first off, and it secondly, is, I'm no, a pow- that's that's called a lie. I'm a power and bottom. 
I can't be with And you. Scott, I hate you right now. I really do. You just caused me so much strife. Don't in this fucking show. hate him. He just said this he'd, one show. He said he'd give himself to you for fuck's sake, dude. No other listener has told us that. I know. What's actually, up with I take those? that. Actually, I take that back. There has been a couple that have, what? have offered themselves up to whom? You, dude. That really. But you don't play guitar anymore because you're too fucking awesome. Well, I'm still very happy about that. I'm very flattered, ladies, and also Scott. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Scott as well. Um, so anyway, let's go visit Scott. He's in Austin. We need to go hang out with him. We probably should hang out with him if he's in Austin. He's close. Yeah, there's a, um, co- there's a couple other people. I'm sure he'll way. probably bring up some of the racial things I've said in the past, for which I apologize. Uh, to just don't even worry about it. We all know. That I'm an asshole? I'm kind of an asshole. Anyway, the point I was making is sometimes it's better to be um, extremely honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, like, as far as she's concerned, I'm sure she's like, wow, you're a dick. But she also doesn't call me or text me or anything. So she was very, you know. I wonder why. Made aware of the lack of interest. See, I I had a moment like this in the summer where I was seeing a girl and I kind of did the phase out thing where I just kind of stopped returning her calls and texts because she was really fucking kind of crazy and she kind of scared me a little bit and I felt bad about that but I never fucking told her that she fucking scared the shit out of you and you wanted to like yeah I didn't tell her she fucking smelled like rotten fruit and shit like that you know what I mean I like I didn't could have been a little nicer but here's the deal were I any nicer than that the problem is is I've tried that already and she just kept talking to me. And I was like, all right, look. And you kept inviting her over and having sexual intercourse with her. That's not, no, that stopped. Kept performing soon. the coitus. Let's put it this way. Since I've been divorced, <laughs> I have learned quite a bit about being single. And part of it was sometimes it's correct to be an asshole. It's never fucking correct to be an asshole, sir. Sometimes it is correct to be an asshole. Eric, is it correct to be an asshole to a girl? Because you fucking keep... You don't have the willpower to stop fucking her. So then you finally get to the point where it's like, I have to say something so shitty and horrifying that you she will are, never talk to me again. You are making assumptions right now. No, I'm not making assumptions. I am dead on. Because dickhead here, I get the text the other night that he finally got rid of atrocious because he told her to her face that she was fucking ugly and she smelled of cigarettes and rotten fruit. Is that is that the way to handle things, Eric? What do you no. think? Hey, I have tried. I think the appropriate thing I've would tried have been every, after, Listen, hold on. Every other level of nicety has already been tried. Let me, let me just explain that now because he <laughs> left that out. No, he left hasn't. out the part where I was trying to be nice and then she kept talking to me. I was like, listen, we, we need to cut this off. Like, I want to be respectful, but it's done. I mean, and then she kept talking to me anyway. So, to be fair, I eventually had to go to that level. God damn you, you dude. You invited that. I did, and then I tried to break it off, and then it just wouldn't fucking break. So no. I fucking took an axe to that motherfucker. After the first time, no. After the first time, second time, and the third. after the first time, the you should have said, "Hey, I'm sorry, but it's just not working out." How many times do you guys hook up? You're a nice Twice? girl. Two or three times, maybe. But I don't think it ever made it to three. It might have been sorry. Two. I don't it's remember. Just not working <laughs> you don't out. Don't remember. I don't remember at all. <laughs> if, so that's your problem, is that you... It's another thing, You too, let guys. it persist. Sex is fleeting, because I don't even remember how many times it was. You that's let it persist. Stupid. You're so fucking stupid. I am God learning. you. I am learning as I go. What do you mean you're learning as you go? I uh, made a few mistakes, and now I'm... I'm turning Better this on for him it? for a change because I'm the one that fucking always says the dumb shit, so I'm trying to <laughs> fucking turn this shit on him. Listen... 
I this is what you am get for not playing guitar, motherfucker. Now you I'm need quite, to explain yourself. I'm quite aware that I'm a dick about that, but I felt like mm. at the time I needed to be, so she left me alone. Okay. Because I once again I tried so hard to just be nice, but it didn't work. So I just got more mean and more mean until she finally was just like, dude, you're an asshole. I was like, thank you. I don't, I don't know. Thank you. I don't know. I'm not sure if you quite understand how to. Uh, I'm so disappointed in you, man. Properly no, you're not. Yes, I am disappointed in you. You're not even close. Yeah, dude. I am. You're, listen, I expect okay, so, so much for, more from you. Oh, oh, sure. What? No, this is what you expect. You expect me to find a girlfriend, so you have like a double date type thing where no, you can go out that's and party not what I'm fucking and play want. pool. Yes, it is. Because here's exactly. <laughs> let me let me explain to people what Michael's texts are like to me. He'll be like, "You're such a cunt," and then like literally, <laughs> literally ten minutes later, he's like, "Hey man, you want to go and like play pool? Cause like." Me and my girlfriend, we want to play pool, but we don't want to go by ourselves. So I kind of wanted to like, see if maybe you wanted to call Not some of your girlfriend. What That's say. what you fucking text me. No, I tried to fucking hang out with you because I feel sorry for you because you're a fucking asshole who fucking keeps banging broads that you can't stand. And I find it fucking sad and pathetic. So I'm trying to hang out with you to spend some quality time with you before you kill yourself because it's eventuality, motherfucker. I'm not going to commit suicide. Damn it. I love life. God damn it. It's great. That's not what I wanted to hear. Really, really bullshit. awesome and jagged segue. Would you like to talk about our other moon? <laughs> Let's talk about the other moon. <laughs> Tell me all about your fucking moon, bitch. <laughs> okay, so the Earth has another moon. And Fuck this show. <clears throat> Fuck this called, whole show. It's, I don't even know how to pronounce this. It's like Kruithness? Kruithness? Kruit? In this? I don't know. Mm. It's Kruithni. I don't know. Give Whatever it to Eric. It is. See if Eric can do it. Eric, here, look at that word and tell me what that word is. No idea. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of what I thought, too. Anyway, so the cool thing about this is, and the reason why we never really notice it, is it has the most absolutely fucked up orbit I've ever seen in my life. Did you look at that picture? Yeah. Okay, so for everybody who is listening to me talk about a picture... I think it's Kruithni. I think it is Kruithni. Um, it orbits the Earth and the Sun. It's mm-hmm. called a horseshoe orbit. It's common, which is the first thing that I would notice. is like, this is common because it's so fucking weird that this object rotates around two different things at different points. Well, yeah, it's because everybody's so used to just the... Yeah. Elliptical it, looking fucking... Yeah, it's always... If it orbits you, it's obviously a circle. It's not really true. Yeah, it's basically doing like figure eights. Well, even still, even in the lot, yeah, circle lot, orbits are not circles. They're Ellipse, elliptical. Yeah. Anyway, so the point I was making was, like, I've never actually known. This is the first time. And by the way, like, first off, I'm 27. I did science courses when I was younger. I went to college for this kind of shit. Still didn't know we had another moon until February of this year. Literally today. You didn't go to college for that. I had to take, well, I guess technically you're right. I didn't take any astronomy courses, so I would have been like in like biology and stuff. Anyway, the point is, it's still, it's one of those things where you would have thought that at some point you would have been told, hey, by the way, we actually have more than one moon, but no, I'm 20 fucking seven. I didn't even know this existed. So anyway, by the way, the same article that did the uh, article over Ceres and Pluto did this one. It's called The Conversation. Yeah. And uh, IFLS posted this one. But anyway, so the, the it's called a horseshoe orbit. And basically, I'm going to read a couple of little excerpts and we'll talk about this. 
so the moon is not the Earth's only natural satellite. As recently as 1997, we discovered that another body, Carithne, it's got like a quasi-orbital satellite of the Earth. It simply means that it doesn't loop around the Earth with the ellipses. Uh, and it kind of like scuttles around the inner solar system in a horseshoe orbit. So let's talk about this real quick. So a horseshoe orbit is like what we were saying. It kind of like wraps around both. So let's imagine we're looking down at the solar system. You're rotating the same rate as the Earth goes around the sun. And from our viewpoint, like anytime you look, there's a video that goes with this too. Like from the viewpoint that we have, the Earth looks stationary because that's where we are. And a body on a simple horseshoe orbit around the Earth moves toward it, then turns around and moves away. So once it's moved so far away, it's approaching Earth from the other side, it turns around and moves away again. So it's constant. Like, did y'all see this picture? Mm -hmm. It's just constantly going in and out. <laughs> so God damn it, Michael. What? You're such a cunt. You know that? You I didn't said even, it. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> you, they could hear you. What the, fuck you. Just keep going. You're like fucking 10 years old, you cunt. Anyway, damn it, man. Now, the thing is, is like this is really common throughout the solar system. Saturn has a couple of moons in this configuration. Um, I think there's a couple more. What's unique about this is how it wobbles and sways along its horseshoe. If you look at Caruthne's, like motion in the solar system, it makes a messy ring. So swinging so wide that it comes into a neighborhood of both Venus and Mars. So like, it it goes fucking everywhere, man. I know. It's like the whore of the Every solar system. Every time it comes in the neighborhood, it makes a mess around the ring. <sighs> Kruthni orbits the sun about once a year. Uh, it takes nearly 800 years to complete its Earth orbit. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a minute. How the fuck does that even happen? Like, I from this little shape I'm looking at, I don't even know what the fuck that means. It orbits the sun every year. Mm -hmm. And the Earth, 800 years? Good God. Because of its horseshoe orbit, it stays, like, if you look at the way the moon rotates around, it's more of a satellite. But because of the horseshoe orbit, it stays within our point of view longer. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it takes it longer for it to make a full rotation, so to speak. Because it's constantly, as Michael so eloquently loves... Keeps on going in and out. Here's another little <laughs> nugget about that. You guys are assholes. <laughs> I'm just trying to we explain don't, why it takes so long. We don't really know what it's like on this planet. We don't really know anything about its atmosphere. What it's what it's only five kilometers across. God, you're so serious, dude. You're really into this shit. It really, is really, really small. Really small. It's not dissimilar to the dimensions mm. of a comet. 67P, What was that? What? Say that again. Shreemavjirasimenko, which is currently playing host to like the Rosetta Orbiter and the Flay Lander. There's so many like foreign names in here. I suck at this segment. I should have like looked up, like yeah. Googled, how do you say this word? Yeah, how did you become the science guy? You can't even pronounce these fucking words. I do uh, suck at my job. The surface gravity of 67p is very weak. Walking at a spirited pace is probably enough to send you strolling into the wider cosmos. <laughs> I tell you, man, when this show's over, I need to go get a rub and tug. I'm so fucking stressed. Why? Anyway, so... Um, the cool thing, like, first off, outside of just knowing that there's a moon on here, like, one of the things that... Uh, we were talking about is like what can we learn from just like this fucking object that's up there it's like like many other asteroids and comets it contains forensic evidence about how the planets were assembled and that's one of the bigger things to this and that's why i was on this journal it's kooky orbit is an ideal testing ground for our understanding of how the solar system evolves under gravity so 
There's a little information for you via the conversation. Absolutely. Ever understanding. Well, that's a lot of good information, dude. And I'm sure that anybody who's still awake listening that will love everything that you just said. I can wake them up pretty good right here. Oh, yeah? Hell. Yeah. With men in miniskirts. Bom, bom, bom. Not as good as butterflies slapping on labia, but I'll take men in miniskirts. Um, so there's a whole bunch of men in uh, Turkey, Istanbul, surrounding cities, countries that have been doing these uh, small protests wearing miniskirts. Kind of hot. Um, the reason behind it is a little bit more sad than, <laughs> than the protest lets on. Um, and there's pictures online of these gentlemen wearing their miniskirts and all that stuff. I don't know if you can see this... Uh, yeah, I like yeah. the I like the floral print. The little floral looks, print. It looks hot. good. It looks good on him. Um, so, uh, I think this was uh, a little bit ago. There was this uh, woman in Turkey, um, Uzgan Aslan. I'm terrible at pronouncing <laughs> Turkish names, so I apologize. And don't worry. About um, it. She's a 20 year old Turkish woman who was a student at a local university who was taking a bus ride. And was wearing a miniskirt at the time mm-hmm. when the bus driver tried to rape her. Okay. So, she f- was fighting off the bus driver. Mm-hmm. And in the process, the bus driver got his son and his uh, son's friend involved after he had murdered her because she wouldn't take the raping. Yeah. Um. And they disposed of the body later. Florides found it, got forensic evidence, arrested the gentleman. And um, apparently this is a huge problem in Turkey. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Um, I know in India it's a huge fucking ordeal. I didn't know. Uh, Turkey, I don't pay attention. You know, it's uh, living in Germany. I tell you that the Germans hate the Turks. They say, I can't say what they say about the Turks, but they, <laughs> they say the Turks are basically like the... Um, I can't fucking say it. I'm getting too much. I want to pull a bogs and get real racist. I can't say it. But Turks are not looked at. They're frowned First upon. First off, I take offense to that. But <laughs> secondly, what were you going to say? Nothing. I can't say anything. In Turkish society. <laughs> I got to stop drinking. There is a very, it, it's one of those, well, she's dressed that way. Yeah. So she deserves it kind of mentality. Yeah. Well, and there's also course. the mentality that women are lesser in the society well, because they don't. They're not the breadwinners. Yeah. They don't, you know, right about them. get the income. They're just there to have children and yeah, I agree with that. Make food and all that stuff. Um, so pregnant, get in the kitchen. Bitch. I never know if you're sarcastic or not anymore because you say it all the time. No, dude, I, I, you know, I can say anything I want because I don't give a fuck, and also because my life I live is much different than the life that I perceive on this show. <laughs> Because I come off really bad on here, but I'm really such a great person. It's amazing. Like, where you come off like a really good guy on here, but you're a piece of shit off of the show. In you, response... You, you fucking fruit garbage motherfucker, you. In response to this horrific murder and act, um, there have been several different uh, social media trending-esque things going on in that area. Um, one was where they asked... Um, it was hashtag share your story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was in Turkish. I don't don't know how to pronounce it in Turkish, so I'm not even going to bother. But uh, essentially what they were asking was women of in, in Turkey or in surrounding areas, uh, their stories about any kind of rape or potential rape or any kind of 
stupid shit that they've had to deal with. And there were just tons of different stories pouring in uh, from women talking about how they, they went to authorities with, uh, you know, somebody that tried to rape them and authorities just shrugged it off. Um, there's also in the ruling political party there, there's a lot of anti-women uh, rhetoric in their campaigns and their laws, um, how they treat rape victims, um, all the above. So it's obviously a huge social problem there. So in response, not only did they have those different campaigns, hashtag Sherry Story, but also now they've had these gentlemen who have come out into these large cities in protest wearing miniskirts, essentially saying it doesn't really matter what the fuck you're wearing. It's not right to rape somebody. Man, what a... <laughs> what a message. <laughs> what a, like, really... Horrible thing to have to clarify. <laughs> well, in these kind of countries, it is. I mean, it still goes on in, the, in this country. I know. It's one There's of the, still that mentality that where, oh, she's dressed like a horse. She's going to get treated like a whore. That's, I don't know, dude. I think there should be a rule. If I can see the vagina, I can put something in the vagina. What? And it's because of men like you. I'm, I'm just, going I'm, I'm to get pizza over that because I literally am either going to eat pizza or jerk off right now just to get over what well, you just said. Hold on a second. Let's go back to that statement. I don't even understand how that's an option. Like, that turned you on? You got all turned on by me talking about if you can see the vagina, you can put something in it. <laughs> this show's almost over anyway, so I don't even care anymore. This show's awful. Because Boggs talked way too much. Anytime Boggs talks a lot, you know it's going to be a terrible show. We need more guitar. We need less fucking Boggs. And I don't even... I You know what? I'm just going to say it now. I was going to do fucking uh, story time, but I'm not going to do story time this week. Because I'm fucking over this show. Because that whole Planet Talk fucking thing, I'm fucking done after that. I want to do story time next week. I want to tease it. Next show, story time. And also... I got a thing here that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, eight myths about men and sex. And I think it's a very good article. I'm going to fucking do this next time too. It's not a top ten list, but it's uh, similar. You got anything at Boggs? You're over there eating your pizza? You got anything else you want to add? Oh, thumbs up. Great. <sighs> Just get the fucking plugs. Let's finish <laughs> this fucking thing. I quit. Anyway, folks. God damn this the whole fucking mess. Make sure to check out our friends at Digital Frustrations. And follow us on Twitter at the Intel Saviors. We the Gamer. And Facebook. Our Daily Outrage. And subscribe on iTunes. Pod Blocked. We're on Stitcher too. And that really ridiculously horrible new show I heard about, Bropocalypse. I heard there's some pretty great fucking things about that show. You also have uh, Brad Reviews Anal Bum. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite new podcasts. Which, which, uh, which Boggs is on. Is he? Yeah, he was on the... Uh, what the fuck? Was it the last episode or was it... Yeah, it was the you last episode. You reviewed an anal bum with Brad and you didn't tell us about it? He was on Brad we Reviews an about, Anal Bum. We talked about the latest it. Coheed album. You're on Brad's anus? Hmm. I'm going to have to have a talk with him about that on the next show. The next Bropocalypse. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Brad put it under comedy because there wasn't a category for train wreck. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys will have to single handedly make that category. 
<laughs> relevant. So, so we're working. We're doing our best. <laughs> he says, "There's no way it can be more offensive than the first episode." I said, "Sure, we can. Sure, we sure. Can. sure we can." Especially after you didn't get to record here, and you're all upset. And, I was upset and, and butt hurt. And he's like, "Do you got anything?" I'm like, "Nah, we'll just fucking talk about stuff." It, that's why it starts off slow, but by then, man, it's fucking rolling. It's like a fucking snowball going downhill, just becoming an avalanche, just taking people out left and right. <laughs> it's the fucking greatest thing ever. Anyway, folks, <sighs> hope you enjoyed it. I hope you did. Um, I hope you all fucking die. Whoa. Except that's for Scott. Scott, stay alive because we need you to show. Uh, oh.